Lexington, Mass. That's right, I'm here, but only for a couple days now. So I thought we could do another interview. This time it's gonna be with a friend of my dad's, who I also kind of know because he helps me think about politics sometimes. So it's David J. Let's turn it over to him and get this interview started. It's the Kai Guy Show, go. <laughs> so let's start. How has the lockdown been going for you? Hey, you know, it's been going pretty good. We've been here, and currently, I, when I say here, we've been at our home on Pompanesset Island since uh, April Fools. No nice. fooling. No fooling. Since April Fools, and um, it's sort of interesting. You know, I I love being down here. It's uh, we live in a small island of about fifty homes, and. Uh, Aside from the weather that's been lousy, it's been terrific. No problems for us. Nice. Is there anything that you've been doing to help the lockdown feel less boring? Or um, No, no, not really, because I've always subscribed to a policy that, you know, you create a list and there's two sides. The list has on one side, outdoor projects and on the other side it's indoor projects and of course predicated on the weather you got an outdoor project to do you've got an indoor project to do so that keeps us focused if it's raining and cold and raw you know you go downstairs and you sweep out the basement if it's beautiful and sunny you know, uh, we go out and wash the cars and maybe do some early spring weeding or clean up the yard. How about you? What are you doing? Um, I watch a lot of movies. So, um, do you have enough toilet paper? <laughs> now, I've given this one a lot of thought. So you're going to have a long answer on this. Okay, but the answer is yes. We have plenty of toilet paper. And, and just to back it all up, we were last shopping in January. Robin and I were last shopping in January and we were stocking up our home here on Cape Cod with all the supplies that we're gonna need for the upcoming summer season as really we weren't going to be around for the spring. We were going to be going away and traveling. So we went to uh, the store and we got like 36 rolls of toilet paper. We got 24 rolls of paper towels. We happened to buy, our, you know, shampoos and Purell and cleaners. So, yeah, we've got plenty of TP. And, and, but now that brings me to something that it's going to be hard for you to sort out when I tell you this, but uh, we don't use TP. What? What are you laughing for? We don't use TP. What do you use? Well, do you have a pencil and a piece of paper? Yeah. Good. I want you to write this down. 
It's Toto, T-O-T-O, -T -O, Washlip, W-A-S-H-L-E-T. And you, you can do further, um, you can do further investigative work, but what we have is this device and you plug it into the wall and you hook it into the water supply of the toilet and you replace this, you replace the toilet seat with this item. And the way it works is you have a remote control. So you're on the toilet, you do your business, you press a button, water comes out, it squirts and cleans your backside. It can vary and you can adjust the temperature. And there are different pulses in different rates and different ways that it moves. Again, you can go online and you can see it. And then you push another button and there's a fan with a heater in it and it dries your bum. And then you just get off the toilet seat. I heard about this from my dad. He said something about it when he went to Japan, I think. Yes. Yeah, the Asians seem to have the entire market cornered. They own it. Um, is, is this machine, uh, is it kid friendly? Yeah. Yeah, it's male-friendly, female-friendly, kid-friendly. I don't think it's dog or pet-friendly. <laughs> okay, so um, are you, if you do need to get anything from the grocery store, is your local grocery store well-stocked? Yeah, we're, we're very lucky. Um, where we live here in the Cape, we have about four miles away. We have um, three different supermarkets. We have a Roach Brothers. We have a Stop and Shop. And we have a Star Market. And so we're pretty lucky that um, they seem to be pretty well supplied. Okay. So how do you think the federal and state governments have handled the coronavirus. Oh, boy, that's talking about an interesting subject. You know, that's the left hand working with the right hand, isn't it? You're all attached to the same body, but you've got to make sure that the left hand knows what the right hand is doing and vice versa. I think it's a very fine line, you know, with the state and the feds. They both need each other, sort of like a shock and the fish that follows the shark, which is the lamprey. Um, it's an awful lot, like I think they call it a mutualistic relationship where both creatures need each other, where both institutions or organizations need each other. Okay, thank you. By the way, it's a symbiotic mutualistic relationship. Thank you for the correction, but how did you know that so fast? Um, I learned about it in school about a month ago, and I didn't really forget it. That's great. Thank you for the education. 
I used to just call it a mutual relationship, symbiotic mutualism. But you knew what I was talking about, didn't you? There you go. Now let's move on. Okay, so um, now since we're on the topic of the government, do you think that the Democratic nominee, do you think that it has been definitely secured by Biden? And would you have thought that even two weeks ago? Yeah, well, you know, uh, I listened to Vice President Biden when he has his town hall meetings on YouTube. And uh, um, I, I have to just ask, why does Vice President Biden want to choose a female, the best female candidate to work with him as a vice president. I, I, I think that I would choose the best candidate, male, female, young, old, black, white, Hispanic. In other words, I want the best candidate. President Trump calls him Sleepy Joe. Do you think that this is a fair nickname? You know, if you asked me that question 20 years ago or 10 years ago, I would say, of course not. But this is, this is a political time now where a lot of this reflects what's going on in life. You know, there's a lot of name calling, you know, a lot of this. Things are changing so rapidly in our news cycle and our that what we would have thought 10 years ago was unheard of is sort of, it's the norm today, you know? Um, what do you think about it? I think it's kind of unfair, but I... I kind of agree with you that it's happening a lot. It happens everywhere. Smack talk. You know, here's a good example. I'm watching a lot of the NFL draft, and I hear the word dat. Who dat? Do you know dat? Now, that word dat means that. But that has become so acceptable. It's become the norm. And when you ask me a question about Sleepy Joe and nicknames and calling somebody out, I go back to what everybody sees on TV. Who dat? Who dat? No, no, it's who is that? Who is that? There is no dad. Has a dictionary yet? So I hope that answers your question about President Trump calling out Joe Biden, Vice President Biden, not giving him even the respect that you are former Vice President Biden. Instead, who dad? You sleepy Joe. Who dad? Uh, go on. Okay. Thank you. 
So do you think that if Biden is put against Trump, that he will win? I'm looking at that situation practically. And I mean by practically is we're in a whole lot of trouble with this COVID-19. I think that from a practical point of view, I don't want to change forces midstream. I think it's dangerous at this time to have such a strong presidential uh, shift. Um, I, I, I want to just get through this. You know what I'm saying to you? And I don't want to get through with this. And then when the new administration comes in, what's the first thing they're going to say? Oh, you know, we've got too many respirators. Oh, we got to get more masks. Oh, we didn't do a good job doing that, the prior administrations. You know, I've heard President Trump take a few shots at the Obama administration, and, and I don't like it, but I have to sort out that's the style that President Trump runs on. And, um, uh, you know, just to sort of digress, but to remind you, a number of years ago, we had a conversation about farming. Do you remember that? Yes. Well, you're starting to smile, so I think you do remember. And I told you that President Trump, if you look at President Trump, he's the farmer. And he's got to clear the field. And he's got to plant. And then you got to harvest. So the planting and the, most importantly, the harvest, that's down the road. But when the first step comes along is you've got to clear the field. You got to clear the field so that you can plant. You got to get rid of the, you got to get rid of the roots, the tree stumps. You got to get rid of the rocks. Those are impediments in being able to do a good planting. And I look at those impediments as the media, the press, politicians who don't want to go along with President Trump, and they're making it difficult for him to plow the field. And if you're going to make it difficult for this guy to plow the field, to then plant the seeds, to then harvest, well, I got to say, you're going to have a bad crop. So I believe that we should all come together, get through this, and know one thing that it may not be good for the next or for the next administration, which will be in 2020. But you know, there's always 2024. So you know, we got a chance still. That's that's one of the great things about life. It's long. Life is not short. Life is long. How long is it? I'll tell you how long it is. It's longer than me, and I'm 67 today. Yeah, April 25th is my birthday. So how long is life? Life is long. Just before you called, I got a phone call from my friend, 97 years of age. And he's a very wise man, but quote unquote, I've seen a lot, but I've never seen this. So 
I hope those are answers to your question, which Thank is you. just in quick summation, I believe I don't want to change horses midstream. I believe Donald Trump is having problems getting things sorted out with a press that's not interested in how he's doing day to day. I think they have other ideas they want to they want to pursue rather than how can we help? You know, um, and I think Joe Biden would wind up with a very similar problem. Go on. So, um, does Mrs. Does Mrs. J agree with you on these topics? Yes, yeah, she does. I mean, we we have some differences. Not everything is just, you know, part of the marriage as you believe in everything. We we have some different. All right. Anything else I cannot help you with? Um. <laughs> no. But um, is there anything you're doing for your birthday? Uh, before I give you the answer, boy, I gotta tell you. The internet has been terrific, you know? Not so much TV, but the internet itself where I can read a lot of newspapers, I can listen to music, I can watch videos, I can do so much. You know, it's really been great to have the internet. Um, I guess if we didn't have the internet, uh, we'd all be home reading books and, and probably being smarter for it and a lot more calm. Now to answer your question, what am I gonna do on my birthday? Well, as I said, you know, we live on an island here down in uh, Cape Cod and it's beautiful today. And so I asked Robin if we could go for a, uh, a paddle. We have a, uh, a two person kayak, a tandem kayak. And so, um, when it gets a little bit warmer, closer to uh, noontime, one o'clock, we're gonna go for a kayak uh, paddle for about an hour around Pompanesset Island, or maybe we're gonna go into the back water where it's nice and thin. And when I mean thin, I mean uh, shallow. And uh, you know, you look over the side and you see fish, you see horseshoe crabs, you see shells, you know. So, yeah, that, that's what I'm going to do for a birthday uh, thing today. You know, um, and Robin is in the other room, and she's baking me some, uh, some cupcakes. And we're going to have some carrot cake cupcakes for my birthday. Thanks for spending it with me on the Kai Guy show. Oh, are you kidding me? This is like one of the best birthday gifts I could ask for. Thank you, Kai Guy. Happy birthday again to Mr. J. Thank you for coming, Mr. J. We hope to have you back to the Kai Guy Show soon. Now, see you next time on the Kai Guy Show.